Yumba daf Yudbeis, the top line of Yudbeis Amid Aleph, we ended off yesterday with a steer between two Bryces as it related to Nigei Batim. One Bryce said that a Bekesakneses can become Tommy with Nigaim, and one Bryce clearly states that a Bekesakneses cannot become Tommy from a Nega, and we had three Tarutzim. The first Tarutz was that it is a Machlekes Tanoim between Ramei and Rechachom that we brought down Bidigei and Mezuzah. If there's a Bekesakneses, does it not have living quarters for the Shamas? Ramei hold it's still Chayib and Mezuzah, and Rechachom held that it's Pot and therefore the same achalikas applies but again nigger batim Ramea holds a basic is susceptible to nigger batim whereas the Bryce that says a basic isn't susceptible to nigger batim is going based on the shita of the Chachamim the second territory of the Gemara was that both Bryces are going like the Chachamim because of course we'd rather go like the Chachamim because we pass like the Chachamim and when the Bryce says a basic can have a nega, that is where the Shabbos lives in the basic Knesses Masha Enkin the Bryce that says that it's not Tomei is where the Shabbos does not live in the basic Knesses and that was based on the sheet of the Chachamim, but the game is the same thing. That in the game is also the Chachamim say that if the Shamus actually lives in the basic classes, then a basic class is Chayim Mezuzah. And if he doesn't, he was a Shita that you do not have a Chayim Mezuzah. Now the third tertiary was that we are going like the Chachamim, and both prices are where the Shamus does not live in the basic classes because it just says Stamo. And therefore, it's talking about the basic classes where no one lives there. But the difference between the two prices is if it's a Kfar, if it's a small town, so we look at the basic classes as a Bias of Shutvan with a Bailam are all nicker, and therefore the basic classes can be Tomei Betumus Nagayim. However, the Bryce that says there is no Tumus Nagayim is talking about a basic classes of a crack, is in a large city that is open to the public, and there are no Bailam Yuchadim, and therefore the basic classes isn't susceptible to Tumus Nagayim. And on this point of the third terrace, by a basic classes of Krachim, the din is that it's not susceptible to Nigibatim, our Gemara begins. The Gemara starts, We just said that a basic classes of a crack is not but Tani, we have a Bryce that says, and we learn out as follows. And this Pasuk, of course, is by Nigei Batim. And the Pasuk in its Tarts say, And therefore we learn, only the things that are your Achuza, which is given away as a Yerusha to Klai Yisrael. That's Metam Benagayim. However, the Yishlaim Metam Benagayim. Yishlaim is not Metam Benagayim, as Rashi says, it wasn't a Yerusha to them, because Kasava, this man of that Yerushalayim was not part of the Yerushalayim and all of the Shvatim had a chilek in it and therefore that's not called Achuz Aschem and therefore the Torah says specifically that Yerushalayim cannot be Metam Ben Goyim so Amr Rabbi Yudu Rabbi Yudu said on that Ani Lo Yishamati Elam Mokam Ben Goyim the only time I heard that there's no Negoyim in Yerushalayim is only in the Mokam HaMikdash and Rashi explains the Shita Rabbi Yudu because Kasav and Eschalkel Shvatim Rabbi Yudu holds that the entire Yerushalayim was actually in the to Shvatim, Shevet Binyamin and Shevet Yehuda had a chilek in Yushlaim, and therefore there's possibility of having Negoyim in the entire Yushlaim, except for the Makam Mikdash. And the reason why the Makam Mikdash does not have Negebatim is because it says Achuz Rasram, and that was not something that was Ben Yusha, as Rashi says. Because when David HaMelech bought the property that the Beis Mikdash would stand on from Aroin HaYibusi, he collected the money from every single Shevet, and therefore every Shevet had a chilek in it, and that's not considered achuz askem. But the Gemara says a diuk that Rabbi Huda said elam makom migdash bavad that the only place that you don't have batim in Yushlaim is only the place of the base of the mashma habatikzis batim midrashis mitam bilgaim. But every other place in Yushlaim, even the batikzis batim midrashis, would have tumis bilgaim vavagad the krachim nenu. Even though they're situated in a krach which was Yushlaim, so lechayra we see from here that by a krach it's possible to have nigi batim. And we just said before the terrace was bahadik 
krachim from other kfarim, that by krachim there's no nigri batim, because of basic knesses, that's in the krach, ain la bailum yuchadim. And just to point out, it's poshit that the Gemara is not only asking for Rabbi Huda, because then we could say that we were going like the Rabbanon. But the Gemara's question is that just like Rabbi Huda said such a svara, and we had some diak, that by a basic knesses or base medrash, it would be metam medagayim, lukhari Rabbanon wouldn't argue on this side, as the only machloikis Rabbanon Rabbi Huda is only one considered achuzaschem, binigayu shlayim. However, binigaya, the din of Tumas Nagoyim, as it relates to a base of Medrash or basic Tessas in the crack, no one seems to be arguing. On that, the Gemara answers, Amal, let's say, Amr Abuda, Anil Shamati, Elam Makam Makudish Bubad. Rabbiuda didn't say that I didn't hear about Nigabatim only in the Makam Hamigdash. Rabbiuda Shita was that any place in Yushlayim that has Kedusha does not have the din of Tumas Nigabatim. And the reason is because, like we said before, anywhere that's in Labailam Yuchadim does not have a din of Tumas Nigabatim, which includes Batakatsias and Batim and the Gemara continues to explain the Machlekes between the Tanakam and Rabbi the Ma'akam Mifli, what the basis of the Machlekes, and we explained this before. Tanakam Sava, Yushlaim, Leinus Chakal Shvatim. Tanakam holds the entire Yushlaim was not given over to any Shvatim, and therefore it was owned completely by multiple Shvatim, and that's why there's no din of Tumas Mnigibatim, because it doesn't fit into the possible of Achuzaskam. Rabbi Huda Sava, Yushlaim, Nishakal Shvatim. Yushlaim was given over to Shvatim, and that's why there's Nigibatim in the entire Yushlaim. However, in a place where it has Kedusha, like but you can see it's bottom in Joshes and the base of Migdash where it's Ainla Bailum Yuchadim, the din would be that there's no Tumor of Tumas Nagaim. Zakimar, we plucked the Tani Tanai. This machlekes between the Tanakam and Rabbi Huda is based on the following machlekes. The Tani we have a Brisa. Mahi Bechalkesh Yehuda. What was considered in the Chelik of Yehuda? Harabayis Halishkois Vazaris. Or Mahi Bechalkesh Yehuda. was considered in the Chelik of Binyamin because they split Yushlaim. Was Ulam Vehechel or Beis Kachim Kedoshim? The Chelik of Binyamin had the Ulam, which was the area between the Azara and the Kaidish. It had the which was the Kaidish weird of Mizbecha Primi, as well as the Shulcha Minerwa, and then the base Kachi Kadashim weird of the Aran was. Now, even though the Gemara doesn't specify it, we'll see from the Gemara in a moment that really the Chelik of Binyamin went even further and it went into the area which was to the east of the Ulam as well, which included the area that they used to Shech the Kabanais on the side of the Mizbech. However, the Gemara now says, The Gemara explains that in that area of the place where they used to shech the kabanis and do the avoidah of the kabanis under Simon's bech, that was actually the chilek of Binyamin. However, there was a strip of land that protruded from the chilek of Yehuda and it came into the chilek of Binyamin and it cut out the area of the Mizbech itself and that's where the Mizbech was built. So the Mizbech itself was built in the chilek of Yehuda and the rest of the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kedoshim as well as the entire area between the Ulam and the Mizbech Echitzayin and on the side of the Mizbech Echitzayin where they did the Shechita of the Kachim, that was considered in the Chalik of Binyamin. But the Gemara continues, Binyamin had tzaddik, and Binyamin, who was a tzaddik, the reason why Binyamin was called a tzaddik because he was one of only three people that went into Ilmabo without an chait, and he, therefore he died as a tzaddik. He was a star on the area of the Mizbech that was not in his Chalik, and he wanted to swallow it up into his Chalik every single day. That he was agonizing and he was pained that he could not get what he desired. As Rashi explains, the Lush of Chaifif is like a person that's pained that he can't can't be masik his tabasa, which means he's so close to getting his taiba, but he can't actually receive it. And lefichach zoch binyam etzadik v'nasa shpiskel gvura, and because binyam etzadik had this pain and had this desire to have kedusha, therefore he became the actual host to gvura, which means that he hosted the oran in the base kachik kedushim shnema or being saved shachim between his shoulders, the shchina will rest. Now it comes out clearly that according to this mandama, Yishlaim was nischalik l'shvatim because binyam and Yehuda even had a chiluk in the base of mikdash itself. It's a little bit shver. What Rashi and the Gemara meant before.
before, because the Gemara said before that Mokim Migdash Bilvad, Kishikana Dovis Gomer Arena, Yibusi, Gavar Kesar, we call Shevet Veshevet, and it's Mashmi, even according to the Mandama, the Yushlaim was the Schakel Shabbatim, however, the base Migdash was not, but you could say that in the Khanami, according to the territory of the Gemara, when the Gemara comes out, El Mokim Kudash Bilvad, then potentially the Gemara holds that according to the Mandama, the Yushlaim was the Schakel Shabbatim, it includes the base of Migdash area itself. And the Gemara continues, Bahai Tana Sav, Yushlaim, Vlain Schakel Shabbatim, the following Tana holds, Yushlaim was not Nisqalak for Shvatim, and it was not owned by any specific shaver. The time we learned to the so Baisa, you can't write down houses in Yushlaim, Lafish Ain Shlaim, because it's not considered yours. You're only living there and you have a right to live there, but it's not considered yours to rent out. Not only can't you rent out your house, you can't even rent out a bed. So when people came to be Euler Rego, you had to give out the beds for free. Therefore, because the host used to give away beds in Yushlaim for free, therefore, they would force the people that would stay to them to give them the hides that they would receive from Kachim because the people when they were Eglon Regal would bring Shalmi Chagiga and Shalmi Simcha. But we see clearly according to this Mandama that Yushlaim was Loi Nishak Lishvatim. Zotimar Amar Bayesh Mamina Eich Ara Lemishpak Inish Gopo Mashkal Lishpizei. You see from here that it's a proper Derech Eretz that you should leave by your host any Kan Kan Shalcheres any of your Kalim or the hides of your animals that you were Shechet and you were eating in the house of your Baal Bayesh. You should leave it there as a gift. And the Gemara continues the Kfarim we just finished talking about Krochim, but we also said by the basic classes of Kfarim, according to the third territory of the Gemara, that it's going to be Metam Vidagayim. As we explained before, it's considered like a bias of Shufim because it's like we have Bailam Yuchadim. But for the Gemara, Vatani, we have a Braisa. Lachuza, it says in Pasuk Bidagay, Nigibatim, Lachuza, and we learn out, Ad Shiyich Bishuaisa. The only time you have Nigibatim and it pertains in Eretz Yisrael is only once you had Kibush, once you actually could command and you capture the land of Eretz Yisrael. In addition, even if Kavshuaisa, even if you captured Eretzel, but you didn't yet split it up between the Shvatim, or Chalkul Shvatim, you split it up between the Shvatim, or Chalkul Beis Avis. However, the Shevet didn't split it up between the different Bate Avis in the Shevet, or Chalkul Beis Avis, they actually split it up to the Beis Avis. The Enkel Echon Makishaloi, but they didn't yet make exactly the borders of each individual's portions. Minai and Hanni know that there's still not going to be Nige Batim. Talmud Loimel, Ba'ashaloi Abais, that the only time Nige Batim applies is only someone that could come and he knows that this is specifically his house. He knows exactly where his house is. And therefore, it excludes anything like the area in Yushlaim where it wasn't even given exactly to the person. He doesn't know his exact borders and boundaries. He doesn't have an exact survey of what he owns. Then the din is that there's no nigger batim. And therefore, a basic classes of a kfar, even though there are only a few people that own it, but you're not sure exactly which area of the basic classes is owned by each person. And therefore, of course, nigger batim should not apply. So you see, against what the tariff was before, that we want to say that there's a chill between a basic classes of a krach and a basic classes of a Says, we go back to the original Terutzim. It's mashma actually that you go back to either of the first or second terrors. But Rashi actually is mashma that you're going back to the second terrors because Rashi seems to want to go lahalacha. That we're going like the Rabbanim, both in the case where it said the basic classes has negibatim and it says basic classes does not have negibatim. Now, what's the chilut between them? As we said in the second terrors, that the feeder Rabbanim, if there's a shamus that lives there, then it'll be chayv mezuzah, and that type of basic classes would be susceptible to tumah. However, if the shamus does not live there, then it would not be Chayim Mezuzah and it would not be susceptible to Tumas Nagayim. And we continue. Maskin Lekayinachah, we said it on Mishnah that aside from the Kayin Gadol that would stay there for seven days, they would also have on standby another Kayin who is the Skan Kayin Gadol and that Kayin would actually wait and see what would happen to the Kayin Gadol. If he would become puzzled, he would take over the Avaidah. Now the Gemara just said that Maskin Lekayinachah would just separate him, but it doesn't say that you actually initiate and inaugurate him as a Kayin Gadol. And therefore, Lechayra, when Yom Kippur comes, he's still not the Kayin Gadol. So the Gemara said, 
pshita. It's pashitas. Ear by psul kain tamshel shacha. If a psul happens to the kain gadol, the original kain gadol, prior to performing the avoid of tamshel shacha on the morning of yom kippur, then therefore this kain gadol becomes tame. Now we're going to bring this new kain in to do the avoid. Mechalcha is tamshel shacha. The way he becomes the kain gadol is by doing the avoid. As we know, a kain gadol could become the kain gadol by doing avoid with the shmaina begadim, and therefore when he performs the avoid of tamshel shacha with the shmaina begadim, he'll become the kain gadol. However, if the Kayin Gadol, the original one, becomes possible only after he already performed the Tamshel Shachar with Shemayin Begadim, and afterwards, at that point, he takes off the Shemayin Begadim and he puts on the Big Day Lovin, so how can you go and be Mechanach the new Kayin Gadol to become a Kayin Gadol? That the way you do it is with the Avnit, meaning because the new Kayin Gadol is putting on the Avnit of Lovin, and at that point, that's a different Avnit than a Kayin headed wears, therefore he becomes a Kayin Gadol because he put on a different begad. So the Gemara says, that's very nice. According to the Mandam that we had before, that the Avnir of Kain Gadol in the entire year was exactly the same as the Avnir of Kain Hedid, and they were both made of Shatnas, therefore it makes sense, because the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur's Avnir was actually different. It was not made of Shatnas, it was made completely of butts, completely of linen, and therefore, of course, it shows that he's not a Kain Gadol because he's not wearing the big day Kain Hedid, he's actually wearing big day loven of a Kain Gadol, which is different than the big day loven of a Kayin Hedid and he did the Avoidah and therefore shows that he's a Kayin Gadol. According to the Madam that we had before, that every single day of the year the Abdin of Kayin Gadol was of Shatnas. However, the Abdin of Kayin Hedid was always made of linen. Then Mike Lamema, what's going to be showing that this person now is the Kayin Gadol? He's putting on the four Big Day Lovin, but those Big Day Lovin are exactly the same as the Big Day Lovin of a regular Kayin Hedid because even the Gatel of the Kayin Hedid the entire year was made out of linen and the same thing for the Kayin Gadol's Dal Begadim that he wore in Yom Kippur were all made of linen so there's nothing that's showing that he's the Kayin Gadol and that the Gemara answers Amar Baya Loi Vishman Umahapech Enechinami the Tamshel Shach was already brought but the new Kayin Gadol will actually put on the Shemayin Begadim right away and therefore show that he's the Kayin Gadol but by putting on the Begadim that's not enough you have to show it by doing an Avoida so what Avoida do you do you go and you turn over the limbs of the Tamid that's on the Mizbech Pitsinura with the pitchfork and the Gemara explains because Uchid Rav Huna this is going like the Shita Rav Huna because Rav Huna says that if someone that's not a kain or the kain gadol goes and turn over with a pitchfork some of the limbs of the evarim of the tamid or of any carbon which actually makes it go and get burnt on the mizbech much quicker therefore that's considered avoida and therefore you'd be chay misa meaning a zar that's oivad and does an avoida in the base midrash is chay misa and this is also considered avoida and therefore by the kain gadol putting on a shemayin bagadim and even though he didn't bring the tamid shel shacha but he only takes a pitchfork and turns over the avarim and makes it burn faster, that's considered avoid, and therefore that makes him, and that's the chinuch of him becoming a kain gadol. And Rapapa, Rapapa gives another tarot, and we turn to that your base on base. That no, you don't have to do anything special. The fact that this kain goes and puts on the dal begadim, even though they're exactly the same as the kain head, and he does any avoid on Yom Kippur, that itself shows that he's the kain gadol, because we know that the only person that could do any avoid on Yom Kippur is the kain gadol, and therefore by the fact that he's doing avoid on Yom Kippur shows that he's the kain gadol, and that itself is mechanachim. And the Gemara says, we see this concept that Avoida itself could be Mechanach something because Milaitani, then we learn a Brayser, Kal Kalim Shasa Moshe, all the Kalim that Moshe made originally by the base of English, Mishichasim Mikadashan, that by doing the Mishicha, by anointing them with oil, that make them Mikadash, Mikam Ve'ilk. But however, after that, you didn't have to have actually put on any oil and do Mishicha, but Avidasim Mechanachasim, by using them in the base of English, that already is Mechanach them. Hachinami Avidasim Mechanachasim, here also by the Kalim Gadol, the fact that he's doing the Avoida of something that only he could do, that is Mechanachim. The Gemara continues, Kalasu Ravdimi Amah, when Ravdimi came from Eretz 
Yisrael, he said, Hedid, the Machlekes about the Abnet of Koyin Hedid is a Machlekes. Rabbi 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 Shimon, Chad one says, Shel Chayim, the Chad Shel Butz. One said it was made of a mixture of wool and linen, and one said it was completely of linen. The Gemara says, Testain the Rabbi who, I'll bring you right, it was Rabbi to Amar, Shel Chayim, that said that it was exactly like the Koyin Gadol's, and therefore it was Chayim. The Tanim Rabbi Brisa, Aim bin Koyin Gadol, the Koyin Hedid, Ella Abnet the Rabbi. According to Rabbi, there's no difference between the Koyin Gadol and a Koyin Hedid, aside from the actual Gadol. Those are the words of Rabbi, and we'll explain this in a moment. Says that that itself was not a difference either. Now, Amos, what are we referring to? What time of the year? If we're talking about the difference between a coin gadol and a coin headed the entire year, and how could Rebbe say that there's only one thing that's a difference between a coin gadol and a coin headed? There are many things that are different because a coin gadol uses eight begadim, the headed baba, and the headed only had four begadim. It must be talking We're talking about the differences between the coin gadol's clothing on Yom Kippur when he wore Dal Begadim and the head that he wore Dal Begadim the entire year and based on this it will come out that Rebbe says that the only difference between a Kayin Gadol and a Kayin Hedid is the Abnet meaning the Kayin Gadol when he wears four Begadim on Yom Kippur the Abnet itself was linen however the Kayin Hedid during the entire year his Abnet was made out of shotness and that's what it means that there's a chiluk between them based on the Abnet itself but you see from here the Kayin Hedid the entire year wore a Gadol made out of shotness just like the Kayin Gadol when he wore all of his Shemayin Begadim and by the fact that Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Shimon said that even the Avnet was not a difference between the Kayin Gadol and the Kayin Hedid, that also shows that Rebbe Lezer Rebbe Shimon holds that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol the entire year was made out of linen and it was not the same as the Kayin Gadol's, it was not made out of shotness. However, Anyan Kippur would come out that therefore there was no difference between the Kayin Gadol's four begotten and the Kayin Hedid's four begotten they wore the entire year because the Kayin Gadol wore all white and all linen and the Kayin Hedid the entire year also wore everything of linen, including the Gadol. The Gadol was not made out of shotness, but it was made out of linen. But the Gemara says, Loi, it's not a raya, because we could be saying that this machlik is between Rebbe and Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shimon is talking about the entire year. But why does it say that its only difference is based on the Abnet? The only thing that Rebbe and Rebbe Lezer, Rebbe Shimon were referring to are those begotten that were similar between the Kayin Gadol and the Kayin Hedid. We're not talking about all the eight begotten of the Kayin Gadol. We're saying in the four begotten that the Kayin Gadol wore, which was similar to the Kayin Hedid, Rebbe says there was actually only a difference between the Abnet because the Kayin Gadol had shotness and the Kayin Hedid actually did not have shotness because it could be that Rebbe actually held that the Abnet of the Hedid was made out of linen and Rebbe Lezer of Shimon actually holds that there was no difference at all because the Hedid and the Kayin Gadol both had an Abnet of shotness. Now we just brought down a memory of, of Dimi where he wasn't sure which one said what. He wasn't sure in the Machlekes between Rebbe and Rebbe Lezer of Shimon which one said that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was made of Chaim and which one said the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was made of linen. But the Gemara brings the exact same Gemara from Ravin that also came from Eretz Yisrael and over there we're going to specify who held what and we're going to see that Rebbe actually was the man that held that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was made out of shotness. The Gemara says Kiyosu Rabin when Rabin came from Eretz Yisrael Amma he said Everyone agrees that the Abnet Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur was definitely made of linen and and the rest of the year the Kayin Gadol's Gadol was definitely made of Klaim it doesn't make a difference during the year or in Yom Kippur and the Shaila is what does Yom Kippur have to do with the Kayin Hedid? The Kayin Hedid didn't do any of it in Kippur so some take out these words but Rebbe Aymesh Klaim Rebbe is the sheet that says that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was always made of Klaim just like the Kayin Gadol however Rebbe Shimon says that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was made of linen Omer Rebbe Nachman Yitzchuk Rebbe Nachman Yitzchuk says we also have a Brisa that shows that Rebbe is the man that says that the Kayin Hedid's Gadol was made out of Klaim as the Brisa says Al regarding the Trumas Hadeshen which was when the Kayin used to take all of the 
ashes out from the mizbech and bring it off the mizbech, and it says al basari. So it says belavish hakayim midibad or michlif b'seibad yilbash al basari. And the Gemara says matam leima. What does it tell us yilbash lahavi mitznefes va'avnet la'aromas hadashim to teach us that you wear mitznefes and avnet while you're doing shumas hadashim, meaning it's avoda and you have to wear all of your begadim. Different Rabbi Yudah. These are the words Rabbi Yudah. But they say amen lahavi big day kain gadol b'yam kapurim sheng sheil kain hadid to teach us that the big day kain gadol of yam kippur that they would be kosher to be used by the kain hadid itself. Now Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says back to Rabbi Daisa, stay true with Bedavah. I don't like your shot for two reasons. Number one, how can you say that the Kain Hadid the entire year would wear the Begadim of the Kain Gadol that he wore in Yom Kippur, but the Avnit was not similar because the Avnit of the Kain Gadol in Yom Kippur was made out of linen and the Avnit of the Hadid the entire year was made out of Shatna. So you see clearly that Rabbi Shita is and Rabbi's opinion is that the Avnit of Kain Hadid the entire year was made out of Shatna. And the Gemara says the second time that Rabbi had on Rabbi Daisa, how can you say the begadim that was used for kedusha chamura? Meaning the kain gadol used and utilized these begadim on yom kippur. Tash bent kedusha kala. They're going to go down in kedusha and use it for kain hadid. Of course, we know ma'alim bekaidish ve'emaridin. Ella Rebbe says matam eloyma yilbash. What does it mean that they should be worn? The rabbi says hashchakim. It's coming to teach you a chiddush that you're allowed to wear worn out begadim. Meaning if you had big dekuna that were not completely new but they were a little bit worn out. Of course, they couldn't have holes. You couldn't use it. But if they were a little bit worn out, you could still use it for that body, then that would be kosher. That's the first shot of Rashi. Rashi says another shot that he doesn't like, and he says exactly the opposite. He says that actually for the Trumas Hadeshan, you should use begotten that are a little worn out because you're doing an avoider that's going to make you do begotten dirty because you're taking out the ashes from the base of Mikdash. And the Gemara points out, but other Abdesh actually going in Lashitase, the time we have a price of Venichim Shom, it says by the Kohen Gadol, after he took out and he took off his big day love on that he wore on your Kippah, he would place it over there. And the Tanakhama learns, it teaches us that you can't use those big dekuna anymore and you have to put away Lugniza. So not only could these big dekuna and these big and not be used for the Kayin Hadid for the rest of the year, but even for the Kayin Gadol himself for the future year, you can't use it. However, that the Pasuk when it says Benicham Sham just teaches us that the Kayin Gadol cannot use it on a following Yom Kippur, but a Kayin Hadid could use it the entire year as Rabbi Daisa said before. Now, we would say that there's a shot maybe as a response to Rebbe. Rebbe said Shtei Shubas B'dabo and Rebbe Daisa is coming back and saying that's Xerus HaKasa the Pasuk says Benichim Shom and therefore we see only a Kayin Gadol can't use it but a Kayin Hadid the entire year can use the big day lover of the Kayin Gadol and therefore Rebbe's questions do not apply and we will stop over here.